unto thee, O Lord. Do I lift up my to our morning service. Thank you for being here today. It's, it's on. Oh, nobody. Thank you for being here with us this morning uh, on this cool Christmas morning. Uh, today's our, our last Sunday of 2022 and we're glad that you're here. We come together to worship the Lord this morning couple things before we get into our worship service. Uh, please remember that there will be no service tonight, but then uh, next Sunday on New Year's Day, we will be back to our normal service. Uh, 
9.30 and 5 o'clock in the afternoon on next Sunday. Today's uh, also another day to, uh, uh, of change here at the Boomville Church of Christ. Mary Alice Coates is retiring again. Uh, she's been working as our, our bookkeeper, accountant for uh, several years, and she's decided that it's time to retire again. So we'll be making a change there in the office uh, at, at the end of this week. We come together this morning to worship God. Let's begin our time together in prayer. Our Father, thank you for all of the many things that you do for us. We're thankful for this season of the year where families get together and are, have fellowship with one another. And we pray that we'll grow closer together as a family here at this place. Be with us as we end this year and look forward to the beginning of, of 2023. We pray that you will be with us in the coming year and help us to grow in spirit, in love, in fellowship, and help us to be better Christians in the, in the future. Be with us and help us to do what's right in your sight. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Green's still not working. <laughs> yeah, TVs are on, but they're not on. They ain't working. All right, here we go. First song this morning be Hallelujah, praise Jehovah. Hallelujah, praise Jehovah, from the heavens praise his name. Praise Jehovah in the highest, all his angels praise proclaim. All his hosts together praise him, sun and moon and stars on high. Praise him, O ye heaven of heavens, and ye floods above the sky. Let them praises give Jehovah, for his name alone is high. And his glory is exalted, and his glory is exalted. And his glory is exalted far above the earth and sky. Let them praises give Jehovah, they were made at his command. Them forever he established, his decree shall ever stand. From the earth, oh, praise Jehovah, all ye floods, ye dragons, all. 
fire and hail and snow and vapors, stormy winds that hear him call. Let them praise his give Jehovah, for his name alone is high. And his glory is exalted. And his glory is exalted. And his glory is exalted far above the earth and sky. All ye fruitful trees and cedars, all ye hills and mountains high, creeping things and beasts and cattle, birds that in the heavens fly, kings of earth and all ye people, princes, great earth's judges all. Praise his name, young men and maidens, aged men and children small. Let them praise his gift, for his name alone is high. And his glory is exalted, and his glory is exalted, and his glory is exalted far above the earth and sky. <clears throat> the song before our opening prayer this morning will be Magnificat. <clears throat> My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God. My My glory be to God the Father, and glory be to God the Son. Glory be to God the Spirit, glory be to God. My soul of his servant, he has been mindful of me. I will be blessed forever, forever. I will be blessed by the my God alone 
is mighty, mighty our God alone has done great things. God alone is worthy, worthy. Holy is His name. My soul magnifies the If we would, let us go to our Father in prayer. Almighty, merciful God, it is once again, Father, we as your humble servants come before thee at this hour, heads bowed, and Father, our hearts humble unto thee. Thanking thee, Father, for your many, many blessings of life that you have so richly bestowed upon us. Father, we come before thee this morning, thanksgiving in our hearts, praise on our lips, because, Father, we know that you're worthy to be praised. And Father, we ask and right now, if it be thy will, that you would just continue, Father, to bless each and every one that are represented here this morning under the sound of thy voice. Father, we ask that you would bless us both individually and collectively. Bless us, Father, with the blessings that you see that we're standing in the need of. Father, we ask and also of thee at this hour that you would continue, Father, to bless the congregation here. Bless, Father, our endeavors to, to go out and to teach thy word to a dying and lost world. Father God, we ask that you would be with our, our elders, Father, as they continue to watch over the flock. We ask, Father, that you would continue to give them wisdom and knowledge, Father, to lead us in the way that you would have us to go. Father, we ask and also to be with our deacons as they carry out their duties. Be with the ministers, the teachers, and all of the members, Father, that you would be with us all and help us, Father, to do things in a way that it would be pleasing and acceptable unto thee. Father God, we, we thank thee, Father, for this opportunity that has been granted to us this morning to come out and to worship thee in spirit and in truth. Father, we ask and that once again, if it be thy will, Father, that you would help us, Father, to love one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. Not only just for the holiday season, Father, but we ask that you would help us to have that love for one another, Father, throughout the year. And Father, we ask and that you would bless those, Father, that are sick. We know that there's many on our sick list. We ask that you would be with them. Be with the ones that administer and aid and care for them and to them. 
And Father, we ask and also a special prayer, Father, for those families that are in bereavement at this time. We ask, Father, that you would comfort them as only you can. Help them to continue to look to thee for more health and thy strength coming. Now, Father, we ask that if it would be thy will that you would go with us now into the furtherance of the service here this morning. We hope, trust, and pray, Father, the things that we do and the things that we say be pleasing and acceptable unto thee. And we ask, Father, we, that you would be with Brother Ken as he get ready to break to us the bread of life. Continue, Father, to give him a ready recollection of the things that he has prepared, Father, that he will present it in a way that it would be pleasing and acceptable unto thee. And, Father God, we ask that you would forgive us what we have failed thee. And we ask all these and many blessings, Ed. In Christ's name we pray. And amen. Invitation song after the lesson will be There's a Fountain Free. Before the lesson, we're going to sing Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. If you would Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shining afar through shadows dim, giving the light for those who long have gone, and guiding the wise men on their way into the place where Jesus lay. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us the light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, the hope of life, guiding the pilgrim through the night, over the hoops until the break of dawn. And into the light of perfect day, it will give out a lovely ray. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us thy light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, the hope of rest, for the redeemed, the good, the blessed. Yonder in glory when a crown is won. For Jesus is now that star divine, brighter and brighter he will shine. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us thy light to light the way 
into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. You may be seated. The scripture that reading this morning comes from Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 through 25. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went through all Syria, and they, they, they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Good morning, everyone. Hey, it's Merry Christmas, isn't it? A Sunday on Christmas Day, very special. And it is more special because you chose to be here, be a part of our worship today. There were a lot of excuses. Maybe you even contemplated some of them. After all, it's Christmas, busy, maybe you have a lot of family in, inconvenient to come the middle of such a busy morning to worship God. But you decided to come anyway. You could have said, well, now it's been cold. And maybe some of you had some problems, the result of all that cold. You could have said, well, we've been inconvenienced this week. Or, and then just fill in the blank. All kinds of problems could have arisen. But you came anyway. We have some folks here today that I know for a fact, like Lynn Baragona, who's here. She told me, now... If I doze off, I'm sorry. I'm on pain medication and I can't help it. So now if some of you are on pain medication and you doze off, that's okay. I'm not your judge, peace on that, but only mention that because of why she's on pain medication. She's in a lot of pain, but she chose to be here. And I know Chopper, He's been showing off now for well over a month as he has come with excruciating pain, but he still feels the need to be a part of our worship here today. So I'm grateful for whatever reason you came. Most of you just came because this is where you belong, yes? To be together with the saints on the first day of the week and to participate in this time of worship. That text that was just read for us, that demonstrates the fact that Jesus went about doing incredible good. He went about doing good both with his acts, that is, he was healing people who were suffering, but he also went about doing good with his words and his preaching concerning the kingdom of God. 
And as he went about doing that, the text even told us that he was gaining quite a bit of notoriety. So not only was he known in the places that he was familiar with, but he was known perhaps in areas he hadn't even been to yet. People just love to hear about Jesus, experience Jesus, benefit from Jesus. A lot of us are that way, aren't we? We like to hear about Jesus. We like to benefit from Jesus. But that's the part about his teaching. That can be troublesome for people. In fact, eventually those great multitudes of people that were following him eventually left because Jesus began challenging them, especially with regard to their commitment. And it was going to take a great deal of commitment on their part because Jesus was soon to leave them to become the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, to be sacrificed for the sake of every human who ever lived and whoever would live, and that extends itself all the way to us. Today, I want to share with you some keys of the kingdom, things that Jesus said were important for us to know. Not just for the world of unbelievers, there is a message for them, the gospel message, wrapped around the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. But Jesus also shared keys for his disciples, the things that they would be encouraged to know, to do, to be going forward. So I'm thinking that just as much as that was true for the disciples of Jesus' time, as he sat down to converse just with them, just his disciples. So too, here we are on the very last day of this year, looking at a new year. Wouldn't it be great if Jesus impacted us in the same way that he impacted them to prepare them for what was coming, to prepare us for what's coming and to call for us to be different. I want to share those things with you. But before we start that, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, thank you for the privilege and opportunity that's ours to be a part of worship here today. I pray, Lord, that you'll benefit us so that as we hear your words spoken through Jesus, that we will be impacted by that, that our lives will be different because of Jesus. Thank you for him and for what he's already done for us and washing our sins away. But now as disciples of him, I just pray that we will be committed and we'll commit ourselves in this new year to doing those things that will bring glory and honor to you. That all that we have and all that we are will be put into your hands and that good can be accomplished. And challenge us in the life that we're living. Help us to make good choices. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to put in your mind an image, okay? You are the disciples of Jesus. Yes? You say, that's not hard, kid. I am that. 
But I want you to put your mind in such a place that you can hear Jesus talk to you, okay? And what it is that Jesus says to you, I'm praying that today you can embody that. And here's the picture that was set up in the scripture. It says, and seeing the multitude, he went up on the mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It's then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I didn't come to destroy, but to fulfill. For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For unless... Your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. You will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. And whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with the adversary while you're on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, the judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you'll by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. You've heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it's more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it's more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. 
Furthermore, it has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries her commits adultery. Again, you've heard, heard that it has been said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. You've heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. And whoever wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. You've heard that it was said to those of old, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them, otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray... Do not be like the hypocrites who love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room and shut your door. And when you pray to your father in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions like the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Father will forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites who put on a face 
He says that they have a disheveled look about them and that they, they will receive the reward that they're seeking. That is the praise of men. He says, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who's in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you'll put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to a stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things, but... Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Or why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and do not see or perceive the plank that's in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye and then you'll see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs nor cast your pearls before swine lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets." Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way which leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. The lamp of the body are beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You'll know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. 
A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. For many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, those who hear these things of mine and do them, I will liken him to a man, a wise man, who built his house on the rock. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But whoever hears these things of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. After Jesus had said these things, the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Okay, so what did Jesus just do right here? Jesus gave us from the very first century and every century since until the time that we now reside in the keys of the kingdom. Jesus spoke with authority because, well, he had all authority, the Son of God. And he made an extraordinary statement in John chapter 12 and verse 48, didn't he? Jesus said, he who rejects me and receives not my words has one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him in the last day. Now, we often think about those passages that seem to be so filled with condemnation and eternal anguish. But among the things that Jesus said were the things that have been spoken in your hearing today. Things that relate specifically to the disciples of Jesus. I'm going to expect if you were listening to Jesus today, that you have one of possibly several responses to what you've heard. One might be that you received it as an exhortation and you are encouraged. It just fires up your engines. You are preparing yourself to launch into a new year with all of the, the keys of the kingdom in hand. And you, you expect that this year is going to be an extraordinary experience for you as a Christian. Then I am right there with you, brother. I am right there with you, sister. But it might be that, as was true for some in the audience originally, and has been true through all time until even this moment right here. Maybe these words take more of the form of a rebuke. And that is as a disciple, we've been all about loving Jesus, benefiting from Jesus, but not so much walking with Jesus, obeying Jesus. Could we not change that? We can. That's a call to repentance, that rebuke. 
If you're a child of God who's gone off track and you've come here today, maybe it was just kind of a, I don't know, just maybe it's just an honorary thing. Maybe you thought of someone you loved in the past, you decided to show up just kind of in tribute to them, or maybe you've been struggling all year and you thought maybe, maybe just being with the saints on Christmas day would just ignite that fire. Would you listen to Jesus today? Would you respond to his words? Would you let your righteousness be greater than whatever the standard, whether it was the scribes of Jesus's time or whatever today? Unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Is today the day to change your perspective, your motivation? Will you listen to Jesus? If you need to respond this morning for any reason at all, why don't you come while we stand together and sing? There's a fountain free, tis for you and me. Let us haste, oh, haste to its spring. Tis the fount of love from the source above, and he bids us all freely drink. Will you come to the fountain? and free will you come tis for you and me thirsty soul hear the welcome call tis a fountain open for all there's a living stream with a crystal gleam from the throne of life, now it flows. While the waters roll, let the weary soul hear the call that forth freely goes. To the fountain free, Is for you and me. Thirsty soul, hear the welcome call. Tis a fountain open for all. There's a rock that's cleft, and no soul is left that may not its pure water share. Tis for you and me, and its stream I see. Let us hasten joyfully there. To the fountain free. Is for you and me. Hear the welcome call. Tis a fountain open for all. Maybe seated. <clears throat> Let's 
Before we partake of the Lord's Supper this morning, we'll be singing Living Hope. How great the chasm that lay between us, how high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night then through the darkness your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul the work is finished the end is written jesus christ my living hope who could imagine so great a mercy what heart could fathom such boundless grace the god of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame the cross has spoken i am forgiven the king of kings calls me his own beautiful savior i'm yours forever jesus christ my living hope hallelujah praise the one who set me free hallelujah death has lost its grip on me you have broken every chain there's salvation in your name jesus christ my living hope hallelujah praise the one who set me free hallelujah death has lost its grip on me you have broken every chain there's salvation in your name jesus christ my living hope then came the morning that sealed the promise your buried body began to breathe out of the silence the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me then came the morning that sealed the promise your buried body began to breathe out of the silence the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me jesus yours is the victory hallelujah praise the one who set me free hallelujah 
Death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah. Praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah. Death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. God, you are my living hope. If there is anyone who does not have their Lord's Supper emblem, if you raise your hand, you'll be assisted at this time. If you'd like to follow along, I'd first like to read from Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 29. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for their remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Would you bow with me? Dear Lord, we like to thank you for this bread you have before us that represents Christ's body that he sacrificed on that cross for us, Lord, that we may have a, be forgiven and have a chance for a home in heaven with you one day and Ask that we partake of it in a manner that is pleasing unto thee. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Would you bow with me as we bless the cup? Lord, we also thank you for this cup that we have here before us that represents Christ's blood that he also shed on that cruel death on the cross for sinners like us, Lord. And just ask that we may partake of it in a manner that's pleasing unto thee as well. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're also commanded to give back on the first day of the week a portion of what is ours. There are ways set aside for you to do that. Would you bow with me? Dear Lord, we thank you.